For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Compliance Training Frequency What should be your organization's compliance training frequency? How does the amount of training positively or negatively impact your overall compliance training strategy? Unfortunately, there are, these are not questions answered by the 2020 update or the 2020 FCPA resource guide. Still, every compliance training program should be well-designed and appropriately tailored in training and compensation, excuse me, communications. Often compliance professionals think that compliance training needs to be conducted very frequently, even if it means repeating the same training course each year. Sean Rogers analogizes compliance training to an automobile's windshield wiper system in a discussion of how frequently compliance training should be administered. He explained that it would not make any sense to run your wipers constantly, even if it's not raining. First, it, should be, it would be extremely annoying to the passengers if the wipers were always running. Second, eventually it would wear out both the wiper blades and the wiper motor. It would simply be nonsensical. Requiring overly repetitive training is like running your windshield wipers in clear weather. The learners are, not going, are going to be annoyed and the training will be viewed as a waste of time and energy. And finally, your employees will not take the training seriously when it's really needed to address a specific situation as the compliance training will be viewed literally and figuratively as a check-the-box issue or exercise. Compliance training should be applied in a similar way that it should be risk-based. <clears throat> it should be available and ready to be used when risks are present, and it should be applied in a way such that it will be directly address those risks. In other words, before a company deploys its compliance training, it needs to know what the risks are, and the training program should be designed to mitigate those risks. Here the DOJ provides some guidance in the 2020 update where it posed the following questions. What analysis has the company undertaken to determine who should be trained and on what subjects? What training have employees in relevant control functions received? Has the com company provided tailored training for high risk and control employees, including training that addresses risks in the area where the misconduct occurred? as have supervisory employees receive different or supplemental training. What about the situation where you need to clean or refresh your windshield? Over time, obviously dirt can accumulate on a windshield and a little squirt of wiper fluid and a few swipes of the wipers will instantly clean the windshield and clean the driver's view. Can compliance training be viewed in the same way? 
Once again, this is one place where the 2020 update can provide some guidance when it's stated, companies have invested in shorter, more targeted training sessions to enable employees to identify and raise issues to appropriate compliance, internal audit, or other risk management functions. It would be fantastic if we viewed compliance training the same way instead of giving an hour-long course on the topic employees have heard before. What if the employee received a 10-minute refresher training to maintain their awareness and get the message that they should be constantly vigilant? What about compliance or other topics that are so important to your organization that training needs to be required regularly or maybe even annually? Here are a few topics that might fall into that. The importance of the code of conduct, the importance of speaking up, an understanding of the non-retaliation policy, the importance of workplace safety, the requirement to disclose conflicts of interest. While new employees should be required to take more detailed training courses in their first year so that they are exposed to the key risks in detail, after that, full-length courses can be staggered in a three-year interval so you can keep the courses updated and avoid overtraining. In the interim, you can move to towards a less frequent repetition of lengthy training courses and more frequent refresher or reminder training modules that keep the risk top of mind without assuming that lengthy courses are needed to be repeated every year. Once again, this fits the 2020 update prescription that companies have invested in shorter, more targeted training sessions to enable employees to timely identify and raise issues to appropriate compliance, internal audit, or other risk management functions. It is a very common sense and defensible approach to compliance training. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, whatever your training frequency is, have a well-reasoned approach. There's one continual theme that the Department of Justice and Securities and Exchange Commission have communicated to us since at least the 2012 original FCPA resource guide is that your compliance should be well-reasoned and well-thought-out. This, of course, uh, drills down or, or actually goes down to the uh, tactical level of compliance training. So whatever you uh, do, have it well thought out. In prior episodes, we talked about a governance committee, and that can be a good way to help you set your frequency. Uh, number two, what is uh, the key elements in your company that need to be done annually? Uh, so whatever those might be, code of conduct, employee safety, workplace safety, uh, speak up, retaliation, etc. And number three, review your cadence and frequency to determine if something needs to be changed. And if a new risk arises, bring that up in the appropriate cadence as well. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. Also, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's podcast series. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.